Hi, welcome to On The Daily Season 2, a podcast focusing on authentic and acoustic entrepreneurship. My name is Danielle McCleary. I am your host. Y'all, I just left a nine-year fitness career to pursue full-time entrepreneurship, so I am in the trenches with you, but I got big dreams of being a millionaire and helping other people to become millionaires as well. So together, we're going from stuck to unstoppable, and I'm so excited that you're here for this ride. Let's freaking go. So I wanted to come up with a way to really help this network, this family that we've created at On The Daily, on my Instagram, just in general. I wanted to come up with a way to really further expand what we could do together. And so I have officially launched Hype University. Hype University is going to consist of courses, workshops, boot camps, conferences, all under the umbrella of personal development and entrepreneurship. So to kick it off, we are starting with a two-hour live workshop called Ready to Rock 2022, taking place on December 28th at 5 p.m. Pacific. It will be virtual and it will be recorded. So if you purchase a ticket to the workshop, you will have lifetime access to the recording. And for the On The Daily subscribers... Uh, if you are listening to this podcast, I am offering you $10 off. Normally it's $59. Right now, if you use the code on the daily, you will get a $10 discount off of that registration. If you are a business builder, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are in network marketing, if you are just trying to grow your personal brand, this course will be for you. We are going to talk about all things that we can do to grow our businesses in the new year, to really keep the focus on what we are for, who we are for, and use that tactic and those strategies to build the most successful businesses we possibly can. And I am so excited that you're going to be there with me. So if you want to take advantage of that, click the link in our show notes. Um, or if you follow me on Instagram at Danielle underscore on the daily, you can click the link in my bio and you can register for that. And if you are listening to this podcast, use the code on the daily for $10 off. It'll be $49 for you. I'm so excited. We'll see you soon. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to On The Daily. Uh, happy Tuesday, or of course, whenever it is that you are listening to this episode. Uh, I want to tell you that today's guest, I got so many requests to do an episode all about money mindset. So many requests. And so finally, I decided to do that episode. And the reason it took me so long is because I really wanted it to be with the right person. I think sometimes money mindset can be construed as like money shaming. And I really didn't want that. I wanted a money mindset episode to truly be about abundance and alignment in regards to our feelings about money. And so after talking to lots of different people, I found the Jen Kennedy. She is incredible and she has lived it. She's done it. She's built it from the ground up and she had to go through a lot of unlearning when it came to her relationship with money and the way that she feels about money and the way that she feels about having money. And she has these principles that she 
you know, these pillars that she trains on and teaches on, which are basically just all designed to help people be more confident with earning money, respecting money. I say in this episode, I remember I said in this episode that she talks about money the same way that people talk about their kids. And I thought that was just so beautiful. And so I really, really hope that you take notes on this episode, share it with someone in your life. We all have people in our life that we could share a money mindset episode with. Um, She has come to us with so much knowledge and so much wisdom, and I just know you're going to love her. Uh, Before we dive into this episode, I want to thank you for coming back to On The Daily. If this is your first episode, welcome to the family. Uh, If this is not your first episode and you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to the show. And if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and write us a review. Apple Podcasts is really the one platform that podcasters get to continue to grow and share the podcast with more people. So you can listen to this wherever you get your podcast. But if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and write us a review, give us a rating. We love a five star um, just so we can, you know, keep spreading this to more people. I wanted to read a five star review of the week that I saw this morning. And this comment was a five-star review that came from Chad A. Bloom, and the title is So Much Epic Content. And the com- or the review says, I can't even explain it. Danielle is on another level. She provided such insightful commentary and has insane, there's like six A's, guests on her platform. If you're looking to grow as an entrepreneur, whether new or experienced, this is a must listen to. You can totally see a transformation from season one to season two. And I'm so beyond excited to see where she takes us next. I'm going to keep her podcast on repeat. That is a really nice review and it also makes me so happy that you, Chad, feel that we are on the right track because I feel the same way and after throwing spaghetti at a wall for a year, it's really nice to feel so focused and knowing where we're going. So thank you for that review. And if you want to be, if you want me to read um, a review that you write, go ahead and leave one and um, I sh- I'm going to start sharing a five-star review every week. So without further ado, I present to you, Jen Kennedy. On the Daily Family, this is the Jen Kennedy. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited you're here. I was telling you a little bit about this earlier. I, For anybody listening, so this girl has been mentioned to me so many times <laughs> from so many people and they're like, I worked with Jen Kennedy on Money Mindset and all these, all these people, some of which you've heard on this show, all worked with her. And I was like, I need to get the, this Jen Kennedy, I need to know this girl because she's clearly killing it at the money mindset game. And like, let's, let's have her pour into the, on the daily family. So I'm really excited. It. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks for having me. Money, money and money mindset and money embodiment is my favorite thing to talk about. So it's, you know, great topic. It's perfect. Yeah, it is a good topic. And I feel like it's a topic that so many people are wanting more of and don't know mm. really where to start. So I'm for sure really pumped about where we're going to go today. Me too. I just want to start like what got you into this field? Because obviously you work for yourself, but yeah, I feel like most people who work for themselves probably didn't start out working for Mm-mm. themselves. So Mm-mm. I would love to know like your journey to, you know, who you are today and all these people that you serve and help and, you know. Oh, I love it. I'm always like, where do I start? How far back do I go? You know, I mean, it started. So I, I was, no, this is not plan. I always said this wasn't plan A, B, C, D, or E. Um, this was plan A was being a teacher. So I was a teacher for eight and a half years. I was an elementary school teacher. I taught um, 
kindergarten first special education and I was an interventionist and I love teaching so much because I love helping people. I think so many of us that are in, you know, whatever industry we're in, I think we're entrepreneurs. I feel like there's a piece of us that just, we just love helping people. And we've always felt that calling to just help people. Well, growing up, the ways of which, you know, we are similar ages to help people was what like become a nurse or become a teacher, right? And my bedside manner is not that of a nurse. So I decided I would just be a teacher. I love kids. And so I was a teacher for eight and a half years. And I loved it so much that I wanted to become a principal because I was like, well, I can only impact like, you know, so many kids as a teacher. If I become a principal, I can just have like a whole school. So I started, I went back to school. I've got a master's degree and a ed specialist degree in leadership and administration and was like climbing up the ladder. And every time I was climbing up the ladder, I was just like, there's something more, like there's something more, there's something more. There's that, that gut feeling that you just can't deny there's something more. I had no idea what it was. I would tell my husband, like, there's something more. And he's like, well, maybe you're going to be a superintendent. And I was like, no, like bigger. I can't tell you. It's like, it's more. And I started to realize that there was something more. And at the same time, I, you know, I was healing myself from um, an eating disorder. I was healing myself from not ever feeling good enough, funny enough, smart enough, pretty enough, skinny enough, you know, so many things that us as, as women have, have overcome throughout the years. And I was also doing CrossFit. I was in like high intensity exercises, competing in CrossFit. And so many women kept coming to me at our CrossFit gym. And they were like, you know, Jen, how are you doing this? Like, how are you losing weight? How do you look this good? Like asking me all these questions. So I just started to help people. And that's what it became. I just started to help women lose weight and not only lose weight, but like actually love the bodies that they were living in and actually genuinely heal and find confidence and power. And I just, at one point in time, I looked at my husband, I was like, I think I need a business. I was also working full time. And I was like, I think I need a business or something because people are paying me and I don't really know what to do with all this money. Like, is this illegal? Do I have to have like a, like a, like a title? And Pat, my husband was like, yeah, no, we need to, we need to form you a business. And so I didn't, I didn't even know what an entrepreneur was. I actually met a friend and I asked her what she did for a living. And she told me she was an entrepreneur and I, I didn't even know what that word was. I'm from the Midwest. There's not many entrepreneurs in the Midwest. I literally asked her, she told me she was an entrepreneur. I got in my car and I tried to Google entrepreneur, like try to spell entrepreneur. If you've never, ever, ever heard of it. Right. It's I was impossible. like, O-N-T-R. Like, yeah. I'm like, sorry, what's an entrepreneur? And I was like, oh, I think that's what I want to do. Like, that sounds fun. That sounds exciting. So I decided it was going to be my last school year in 2018. I was like, in June, I'm done. And I resigned that year and, you know, built my business and it was beautifully successful. I loved what I did. And then COVID hit and about my business just kept exploding. And everyone was like, what are you doing? Like, how are you doing this? Like, how is your business like just exploding? And I was like, it just is. And so then I just helped people grow and scale businesses. And I very quickly realized that, you know, I closed the door to nutrition, opened the door to business. And I really quickly realized there's three things that will hold you back in your business and into the life that you dream of. And number one is money, money mindset, your relationship with money, your old stories with money, the way that your mind is coded with money. Number two is your spouse. So I always say like, if you don't have one, like, there you go, you just cut one off the list. And number three is your community or your lack thereof. And so from the very beginning, I just started to charge forward. I, I knew from the beginning of my journey, that more money wasn't going to change me, it, I had to change from within because money is just an amplifier. And so I realized that my outside reality with money was a direct reflection of my internal world. And so money just became something that I thought about from the very beginning, because from mm. the very beginning, when I became an entrepreneur, it was like my main focus. It's like, if I really want to change the generation of my family, if I really want to, you know, change myself in my, in my reality, then it starts from the inside. So that's just become my passion. I think it's so interesting that you say that, like it, the, the, in your internal relationship with money is really where yes. it's at. Because I think that hit me because I grew up 
my dad was very wealthy and, you know, mm. he always instilled really good practices with us. Like I got a job when I was 16. Like, no, I did not get a brand new car, even though he could have afforded to buy me five if I, if he yeah. wanted to, you know, like I got the hand down Ford Explorer. I did not go to a <laughs> fancy private school. Like I went to public school. I, I worked at Starbucks and mm. I've, I've always worked and I've always really liked to work. Um, yeah. The one thing, though, that my dad and I don't know, I, I think he probably would have gotten he passed away in January of last year. And so I think oh. he would have gotten around to sharing this with me, especially now that I am an entrepreneur and like running yeah. my own businesses. But he never shared with me how to actually be smart with money. Like it was, you know, there's mm. the typical save Save, yes. you know, make sure you have a savings, make sure you have a rainy day fund, make sure that you're always, you know, working and you put money in your 401k. Like it was all of the basic stuff. Uh, yeah. But he never taught me about investing. He never taught mm -hmm. me about, you know, about generational wealth or anything yeah. like that. And then when he died, I learned, oh my gosh, my dad was a genius with mm. money. Like the way that he put things away and the way that he, like the trust that my brother and I have because of him, it wasn't just yeah. like, I'm dead, here's a bunch of cash. It was like, mm -hmm. here's money that you're gonna have in your, like later, like generationally. And I had this yes. moment where I said, wow, I mm. need to learn everything he did and how he did it because it's it's brilliant. And it in yeah. it was like kind of around that time that my relationship went with money was like, oh my gosh, like, I have to really, it's not just about making a lot of money. It's, mm -mm. it's about what you do with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is. I mean, and that's when, you know, when I first, I guess this was back in 2019, I had my first $10,000 mark and I thought I was like rich. I was like, I did it. Like I'm, I'm going to be successful. Right. It was like at the time when I was like, if I could just do this, I would just make it. It'd be so good. And at the end of the month, my you know, you look at Stripe at the end of the month and it's showing you like the, the month before. Right. And I like, I call my husband into the office. And I'm like, Pat, I did it. I'm like celebrating. I'm so excited. I'm like freaking out. And he looks at me and he's like, so proud. And he's like, well, Jen, that's amazing. Like, wh what are you doing with all this money? Right. We, we, yeah, we've historically, we're very independent with our money, but then also we have it together. And I was, I, I literally didn't even know what to tell him. I looked at him and I straight in the eyes and I lied to him. And I was like, it is in savings. The money is in savings. And I didn't even have, I didn't even own a savings account, except for the one that the bank tells you that you need, you know, like that $5 minimum in there. And I stopped and like the, the money was literally gone. And I was like, how did a $10,000 just go away in one month? Like I didn't make any huge investments. I didn't buy a new couch, like, like a car, like how, where's the money? And that's when I realized this is when I dove really deep into the money work was that, you know, money only makes you more of who you are. And money is simply an amplifier. And people often think that more money will change them. Like I'll be better at managing. I'll invest in myself when I'll do this when, when in reality, if we can't manage, if we can't appreciate, we can't celebrate, we can't respect a little bit. There's no way that we're going to be able to do a lot of it, but we've just got that, that thought that we will be able to but it only, it's an amplifier. It magnifies what it is that you currently are. You, yes. I mean, this is, yes, this is speaking to me. I run a network marketing business and I move yeah. very quickly to the top of that business, mm. like, like very untypically fast to the top of that company. So I went from making my salary at SoulCycle to yeah. almost tripling that in a few yeah. months. And I'm having these like 30, $40,000 months. And all of a sudden mm -hmm. I'm like, we're going to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> gonna buy, we're going to go rent a bigger house. And I was horrible 
with my money in the beginning. And yeah. this was before my dad died because I was just like, oh yeah, I have money in savings. Great. I put money away. But then yeah. same, I went back and I looked at my, my bank accounts and I was like, where did all of that go? Like it, yeah. and it was a, it was a real shock to the heart of like, oh, it doesn't matter how much or how much, how little you make. It is all mm -hmm. the relationship you have with it. And do you respect it? And I think yes. I realized that I, I didn't respect money the way that I should have. So tell mm -hmm. me if somebody is like hearing this right now and you are calling them out and they are going, oof, if they have that like woof feeling in their heart. Yeah. Yeah. Which money will do that for you. <laughs> yeah. Where does it start? Like for a person mm -hmm. who is like looking to grow their generational wealth or looking mm -hmm. to become smarter with money or have a better relationship, where do you always, where do you recommend your clients start? Mm, I love this. Well, first and foremost, is we have to really understand where we're currently at. You know, we often want to just change and like wanting to change is that's great. Like, it's like, heck yeah, let's do it. Like, let's just change. Right. But we have to understand where we currently are and then why we're there. And this is like the deep work, like the inner work that not many people love to do because it's not sexy. It doesn't result in like a million dollars falling from the sky right away, right? But it's it's needed because our brain currently is, is wired for a certain amount of money and for a certain pattern with money and for a certain relationship with money. It's It's wired and it's wired from the time that we were born to the time that we like right before this moment right now. You know, I always say like, what was your first spouse that you ever had? What was their relationship with money? You better believe that's a part of yours. What was your mom? What was your dad? What was your grandma, your grandpa? Like, you know, I go back to like the first guy that I dated in college, like his money mindset and relationship had a huge impact on the way that mm. I, I see and feel about money. Cause I was, you know, the ages of, you know, 18 to 26 when I was with him, of course, that had a huge impact on my money totally. relationship, right? And go back to what my mom and dad used to say about money. Like, what's my condition? Like, what's my blueprint in my mind when it comes to money? We, we all have a blueprint in our mind right now. How much money we make, how much money is, is available to make every single month, how much money is safe to make, how much money feels a little scary, like how much money in a day, a week, a month, a year, there's all programs in our mind. So we first have to really understand what in the world our mind is programmed to. Mm. And in order to do that, it's really just looking at your current reality. Like yeah. so many women come to me and they're like, I'm at a plateau. I'm stuck. I can't get past 30, 40, $50,000 months. I can't get past $5,000 months, whatever it is. Or I came into the business and I'm making exactly the same amount that I made in my job. And it's like, well, yeah, it's because your blueprint, your money blueprint is set for a certain amount. And if you want to make more, it's not about doing more. It's not about grinding more. It's not about sending more DMs. It's about becoming a woman or a man who can hold more. It's so, yes. And it's, it's crazy that you say that because I, I feel like I, this is turning into a therapy session with me. <laughs> I, I have had moments of that where I think my relationship with money comes from the fact that my dad never really taught me what he was actually doing. Cause I grew up like mm. if I needed, I had like, it, yes. it was never, I wanted for nothing. I had to work, but if I needed, I had. And so there was never, I never worried about making more money. So even, sure. even as I'm, you know, killing it in my business and I'm making a ton of money and then I don't mm -hmm. have good, like I'm never, like my brain is not wired to go, Oh my God, I don't have money, any money. It's always, my brain yeah. is wired to say, Oh, there's always more money to make, but I think For that sure. can get me in trouble because then I'm not, it, I'm not treating it with the respect that it deserves when mm -hmm. I have it because I've been programmed to be like, well, I can always make more. 
Yeah. Well, there's two sides to it, right? Because you actually are operating in abundance. So there's energies that we operate in when it comes to money. You're operating in abundance because you know that there quite literally is an abundance of money. I mean, there really truly is. There's money everywhere. Money's available to all of us. Like the, there's just the reality is that all of us have the ability for infinite abundance when it comes to money. Yeah, contrary to what CNN might say, the contrary. US is not running out of money. That's not happening. <laughs> quite, quite literally not doing it, right? So, and especially as entrepreneurs, because we determine the ways in which money comes into our life. So money could come into your life through um, a product. It could come into your life through a coaching. It could come like all of the different ways. Like we decide which doors we're going to open for money to come into our lives. So you've operated in a lot of abundance. Many people have operated in a lot of scarcity. Like for me growing up, my parents divorced when I was five. My mom was a single mom and we didn't have a lot of money growing up. You know, we lived on 30 something thousand dollars a year and her raising us, right? So for me, it was like, I had to get, you know, two jobs when I turned 14 and then they never stopped. Because I couldn't, I didn't have a safety net. I couldn't just turn to my parents like, can I have $20 to go to the movies? Like I never had that. So, you know, there's just different operating systems, if you will, of like, you can operate a little bit more in abundance. I used to operate a lot more in scarcity, but it's important to know what the drivers are. Like for me, a driver was scarcity. I don't have it. Let me make it. For yours was like, okay, I'll make it because my dad tells me I have to, but like jokes on you, dad, I always know it's there. You know, it's, it's two operating systems. And the biggest thing is just the awareness of this is the operating system. But the thing that, that always will remain true is how can I genuinely be a match for money and like, and truly appreciate it no matter which operating system I've, I've come from. Like now I don't operate in scarcity, fear, or lack. Now I operate solely in abundance. And I actually believe that abundance, when, when this is our operating system, our energy behind it is that of abundance, which means we can attract more and more and more into our lives. Yeah. Then if somebody, and I see this a lot, and I'm sure you do too, just in the MLM world of like, I have, this has to work for me. I, this has to, I don't, oh my God, I need this. I need to make $5,000 a month. Like that energy attached to money as a touch of driver is never going to work because it's out of fear, scarcity, and lack. And so the money takes on fear, scarcity, and lack. And then it prevents people from actually doing their business and actually like yeah. connecting with humans because you've now made it about money instead of the whole purpose why you decided to do that business in the first place. I see it with network yes. marketing all the time. I mean, there's a lot yes. of network marketers that listen to this show and it's it's so true. You cannot come in, I mean, to any business, but I, I agree. I see it a lot in network marketing where people come in and they're like, I, I'm, I have, this has to work. And it's like, yeah, when is that ever ever panned out the way that you mm -hmm. want it to. Yeah. And sometimes it does. Sometimes people like they grind and they push and they number crunch and that, that does work. And I use air quotes here, like work for the time being, like, I want to get my first $10,000 a month. Right. And people grind, 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 getting there. But whatever the energy was that got you to that big place, whatever it is, then the energy remains. So what's so dangerous, and I see women do this in coaching world all the time, is like, I really, I really want this. I need it. I like, oh my gosh, it's just, this, this would provide me so much freedom, but it doesn't. It actually takes on more of that. So then you get to your first whatever thousand dollar month and you're scared that you're going to lose it or like, oh my God, I, I need more. It's not fulfilling what I, I, it's not making me feel free, but I think 20,000 would make me feel free. Mm. And then we get into this world where we're chasing a dollar amount, thinking it's going to give us something, but in reality... Again, it only makes you more of who and what you are. Right. Because it's just, it, I mean, it almost is like it, the, the more money you make, the bigger the mirror gets. Yes. Quite a, yes. Yep. You know, like this is who you are. Now it's, now you can just do it with a little bit more cash flow, you know? Exactly. So let's talk about 100%. like, 
Because obviously there is a certain, you know, people are like, I can't, you know, in order to be able to invest, like I do actually have to have cash flow. And like the, part mm. of that is true. Like you do have to make money and, and to be able to like build generational wealth too, you know, so let's talk a little bit about your favorite ways, like, cause you did talk a little bit about building generational wealth. Let's talk about your favorite ways to do that. Like what, mm. what are some big like pillars that you like rely on for building that for people? Yeah. Well, the first thing is making sure that you can bring money in, you know, so there's three phases of wealth and like, that's like wealth leadership, wealth expansion, like whatever, everyone has a different definition of wealth, right? So whatever that means to you, there's really three phases of it, if you will. Phase number one is making the money, like attracting the money, really truly bringing the money in, in the most abundant way. Phase number two is keeping the money or holding on to the money. Like, like, can you actually hold on to money? Can you have money come in and you will hold it and you can consciously make a mature decision on what to do with it? Or are you out the Sunday farmer's market in the, the mall and you're just spending it or you're on the computer spending it, right? Like there's the ability to hold money and then in our power, know what it is to do with the money. And then the last piece of that is, is spending money or like, I don't really like to say spending, but money leaving you. So it can leave you by spending. I mean, you could go buy some more coffee mugs. It could leave you by, you know, going to get another dog. It could leave you by a house. It could leave you by investing in yourself, or it could leave you with investing in short-term, long-term, you know, different, different worlds. And so it's, do you have the, I believe that when we are changing generational futures and we're really looking at like wealth leadership, there's three different phases. So number one is the making of money. Number two is the keeping the holding. And number three is knowing what to do with the money when it leaves, because money Money is cyclical. Money comes and money goes. Money comes in and it leaves in other ways. And then the, the goal is that money then leaves. And when it leaves, it works for you when it comes back, right? Which is investing. Now, I'm not a financial advisor, nor will I ever claim to be one. And I have a huge, you know, I've got a wonderful finance team that supports us and our investments and in all, all of the things. So I always highly recommend that. But like us as, as when we have the money, it is our job to know what to do with it. So do you want to invest it in yourself? Are you, are you always learning and growing and evolving? I mean, one thing that I know, and I'm sure you're the same, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm always investing in my next levels of, of my expansion. I'm always investing in programs and mentors and, and masterminds because I know that I'm not here to just stop my growth. I'm not here to just make um, you know this much money and then I'm like, amazing, right? Like I wasn't, you know, I, I've always said like, my, my goal is always to be a million dollar business owner. And then, oh my gosh, what gets to happen after that? You know, and so it's like, once we hit a million, it's not, okay, we're good. Like, let's just lean back. It was like, okay, well, what gets to happen after this? How much can we multiply this? How much more can we make beyond this? Like how much more can we expand? Cause it's really about evolving and expanding and growing throughout our life. And not just like trying to make it to the finish line, hoping that we might be good there. So, you know, really principle number one would be making the money. Like, how are you actually bringing money into your life? Like, are you doing it in an aligned way? Are you doing it rooted in energetics and strategy and, and who it is that you are? Are you doing it for the right reasons? And then our relationship with having the money and, and feeling powerful in our financial power. And then what it is that I get to do with the money. Yeah. Do you think that when people, there's always people that, you know, they, they, oh, I need to get another job. I need to, you know, that mm -hmm. I need to get to a certain amount. Do you 
how do you feel about people, you know, working multiple jobs, like in the, in the beginning of their journey in order to like hit a milestone? Like, where do you, mm. cause you, you talked a little bit just now about like energetics and alignment. So I, yeah. I imagine that you have an opinion on like how much people should be working and like what kind of jobs. Cause you know, there's people like, Oh, I'm just working this job for now. Like, mm. how do you feel about that when people do that? You know, I don't believe, I don't, anytime the word need is attached to money, you're, you're not going to be in a good place. Cause when it comes to need, you're automatically in a place of, I don't have it and I need it, which puts you automatically in the energy of lack and scarcity. And again, anytime that that money is the energy of the money is rooted in lack and scarcity, the money is not going to do what it is that you think it's going to do. Now, with that said, you know, I, I mean, at one point in time I was teaching full, I mean, this is 20. 2018, when I started my, my nutrition coaching business, I was teaching and I was in grad school and I was tutoring and I started my business, right? And I was, that's just all that I knew what to do. And my goal was to grow my business to a place to, to match and, and exceed my salary so that when I left, I knew I was, I knew I was like, I'm good, right? Like, I, I know that I can do this. I'm good. You know, but I also had an entire school year because I wasn't going to leave kids in the middle of the school year. So for me, that felt good for me. But, you know, when it comes to people that are like, I want to do this up until, or I'm just going to grind now to do this. I really don't recommend that. You know, I always, I always recommend making money in the most pure, aligned, abundant place, because that is really the only thing that can provide lasting money coming in and not just, oh, I made this much money. Oh my God, how am I going to do this again? Cause there's a lot of that. There's a lot of this in the coaching and the network marketing industry of like, Oh my God, I made this much money. And then in the back of their mind, it's like, Oh my God, how the hell am I going to do this again? Oh my God, I'm going to do this again. Oh my, it's like, Oh my gosh, here I am. And then there's so much pressure on people and that pressure isn't going to put you in a good energetic place. The, the pressure is really, really black as well. Right. It's like that hustle culture. Like there's this, yes. it's, which can be kind of toxic. Like, don't get me wrong. Absolutely. Like I'm all about a good hustle. I'm all about a good grind. Like we all go through grind seasons and when we're in it, it feels exhilarating. There's, you know, and if it, it you know, when you're in one and you know, when you're in one, that's positive. For sure. And then there's the other side of that hustle culture where it's just this constant, I can't stop. I can't stop. I can't stop. I can't, I can't enjoy my life. I have to keep going. I have to keep going. And I, I think we've all been there. I mean, I've been in that place where where yeah. I'm, I'm just like, no, this is, I'm on this train and the train is moving and I have to keep going. And then you burn out, you know, which in the end, when it comes to money, you end up actually losing money quicker because you're just, mm -hmm. you're flailing, you're flailing. Yes. Yeah. You can't handle it. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is, there's the, there's the, you know, really strong, like there's, we all have the masculine feminine energies within us and there's the strong, healthy masculine that knows when it's time to take action. And when it takes action, it's potent as it's potent as ever, because it's like, I will do this. And that might be a week, two weeks, a month, whatever, where you're like, I'm in a masculine phase of like doing, but it's not doing from a place of proving or lack or, or like leading to burnout. It's doing from a place of alignment. Mm. And then there's the hustle and grind of like, I have to, 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 mm. which leads you directly. I mean, I was like that my, you know, in my first full year of an entrepreneur and that's all that I knew. Nobody, I knew, didn't know anything different. And it looked that it was possible to be anything right. different. Right. And then there's that, that, that leads to, I mean, not only like exhaustion and burnout, but I mean, adrenal fatigue, it messes with your relationships. Like you cannot be a good partner, a good parent, any, a good friend, a good mentor, a good coach, a good leader. If that's where you're from, I mean, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. you know, so it's knowing yourself and aligning yourself first and then letting money be an extension of who you are. Yeah. When I quit soul cycle, I, 
I've, I was, I realized I had been in my masculine for a very long time. <laughs> longer than that. I wanted to. A very to. long time. <laughs> and I, uh, I, I left that job and immediately I was like, what's next? What am I going to do? How am I going to make more? How am I going to do this? How am I going to replace that income that I just yeah. walked away from? And I actually had a human design session with my friend Christina mm. and she goes, you know, you're acting like a manifester right now and you're actually a generator. And there's a reason why you left that, that job. And it's yes. not, that reason is not so you can just jump right into something mm. else. Like when it comes to you, it's going to flow and it's going to be great. And that yes. was the hardest piece of advice I ever got. And the last month I actually launched a core by the, well, who knows what, by the time that you people hear this, but in, in real time, yeah. I launched my first <laughs> course yesterday yeah. and like separate of my network marketing business. I'm starting my own little coaching like course yeah. business and I launched it yesterday and it felt so organic and so mm. authentic and aligned with who I am. And it's so far been a very successful launch in the 24 yeah. hours that it's been out. And sh yeah. like shockingly, like I was like, oh, 20 people would be fun. It's like a two yeah. hour live course that I'm doing like a workshop. And yeah. it, it's like far beyond exceeded that. And I think about if I would have forced that right when I left SoulCycle because I for this for the sole purpose that I was trying to replace what I didn't make at Soul. Yeah, it would have like really, really been detrimental to me. And it's crazy because I allowed myself that time to really sit back and like lean into my mm -hmm. feminine, nurture her, let her breathe, let her just be. And yeah. my network marketing business had one of its best months in a long time last month. Yeah. And then this course is launching and it's so true. Like if all we're doing is grinding, go strategy, like it's just, it's not going to work because you have to have the yin and yang of, you know, the nurture and the strategy, the masculine and the feminine, it has to flow. Talk more about that. Yeah. I, I mean, I love that. I'm, I'm human design, right? It's like human design is, is those of you who are listening and I'm sure it's, it's the way in which we are designed before society told us who, who we need to be. And so that is something like when we say alignment, that's a piece of it, right? Like, who am I as a human? And then like, what are my strengths? What do I love to do? Like, what, what do people always tell me? Like, you are so good at that. Or what do I know that I'm just like, I'm freaking amazing at this. And then it's like, you, we get to have businesses that are that, you know, and the, the feminine is the alignment. The feminine is knowing who the hell we are. The feminine is, is listening to ourselves. The feminine is tuning into our bodies. The feminine actually is the creation, the co-creation, right? The feminine is the one that's like deeply rooted and grounded like that. She knows who she is. And she receives the ideas of what it is to do. And then she pops into the masculine when it's time to then get to work. And I, I always say that we shouldn't be creating anything. We shouldn't be launching anything. We shouldn't be selling anything if it's not coming from the feminine, which is typically not from our head. You know, very, I don't even know if there is a human design, like an inner authority that's rooted in your mind. There's an emotional authority, a splenic, a self-projected, you know, there's, there's, the piece of us that we've been told to operate in our minds when it comes to business, when it comes to money, we've been told to analyze, we've been told the pro and come. It's like this invest in yourself. Well, should I, should I not? Like there's so many things we're told to operate in our head. And the reality is, is that our head is not meant to be operated in. We are meant to be operating in alignment with how we in ourselves should be operating. Mm, and so what you just yeah. experienced was like, whoa, wait a second. This is how I should be operating. Okay, if I trust and I have faith and I genuinely operate in abundance, that I know that all the money that I desire is going to happen. 
if I can believe it with every cell of my being, that ev- like everything that I dream of is going to happen in the most aligned timing when I'm an energetic match for it. If I believe in the powers of the laws of the universe, if I believe in manifestation, if I believe that I have this and I then only get to operate in alignment, well then what, why, why, why would I be in my head? Right. Like, let me, let me feel into this next idea. Let me feel into how can I launch it? Let me feel into how to sell it. Like, let me really truly just do it from alignment. And then if I desire help, if I desire mentorship or a program, like let me learn and receive mentorship or coaching, not from a place of, oh my God, I need this. And I'm, oh God, I'm, I, I'm behind. I need this. But from a place of, I desire to learn this. I desire mm-hmm. to calibrate to this level. Oh, you, you're strong and you're powerful and you would expand me. Not I need to learn from a coach or a mentor and upline to tell me what to do because I don't know it. It's can I learn from a place of knowing that I am a powerhouse because that's going to change first off this entire industry, but it's going to change everyone's worlds of realizing how powerful we all are in our own unique ways. Do you find that people that people confuse like I, I, I think sometimes I, I've had this conversation and so I'd love to know your thoughts on it. People will say, yeah. well, if you're in your masculine, that's where you make the money. So if you're only mm. in your feminine, like you're not making money. And I was like, I think I personally think like man, like money relationship, money mindset exists in both. And yeah, actually, like I found that the more that I sit into my feminine energy, actually, the more money flows. It's just like that other side of me is where we, you know, it's the person who actually, who does the logistics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly, like, there's this, there's so many, there's so many misconceptions about masculine feminine energy. You know, there's, there's like this, I, there's a serious common belief that it's like a light switch. Like I turn on the masculine and when I turn on the masculine, the feminine has to be off. And then I turn off and then I turn on and then I turn off. And it's this hard, like off, on, off, on, off, on. And in reality, it's not like that. It's not like that at all, right? It's, it's genuinely a, a beautiful dance and ebb and flow and like a, like a synchronistic relationship between the two. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, there are times where like, yes, let me tap into my feminine and then let me go over here and like bring in a little bit of masculine and it, and it ebbs and flows. So it's not necessarily like a, which one makes the money? It's you in alignment with strong, healthy energies make the money. Like that's yeah. what it is in, in general, right? It's, it's, but people want, they want a, like, give me, give me the, give me the answer so I can do it. Mm-hmm. And energetics, the laws of the universe, alignment, masculine, feminine, it's not a give me the answer and it's going to work world. It's a embody it, become it, and then watch it work before your eyes. And not everybody wants to hear that because they want to be like, just guarantee, tell me it's going to work, which comes from lack and scarcity and fear. Right. So it's really about that beautiful dance of the two because you are the one making the money at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's you that has to go to sleep and put your head down on your pillow at night. So yeah. how do you feel about it all day? You know, there's mm-hmm. this, this thing in our society where, you know, rich people are selfish, rich people, yes. you know, if you're rich, you're a bad person. And yep. I would love to know your thoughts. I definitely have my thoughts on this, but I would love to know like your thoughts on this because it's mm-hmm. such a, a taboo thing. And I think it, I see it where it, that affects people's ability to earn more for themselves and to let more cash flow, like flow in and out of their life. That, mm-hmm. that very thought is, yes. it stops so many people because they go, oh, well, the world says, society says that rich is bad. 
Yeah. Well, unfortunately, the, the, the reality is, is that it's, it's society, it's a world that often it's like your parents, your sibling, your spouse, you know, and this is why I say like the, the second thing that will hold you back, right, is your spouse. And the third thing that will hold you back is your community or your lack thereof. Because if you're surrounded by friends that are like, oh, why would anybody want to make, just be happy with what you have. Money doesn't grow out. Like all of these stories, then we're going to take them on. And we, we will cap ourselves and our subconscious mind will cap ourselves because we don't want to outgrow the people that we love. Mm, and ooh, I that, that is, yeah. yeah, it's hard though. And, and I've been there. Like my, you know, I did not grow up in a family. No, no one in my family had money. Nobody in my family ever had money. And I, I was worried about what if I made this much money, what my parents think, what my family think. Cause I was told growing up that, you know, good people or bad, you know, what was it? My mom used to always say it. Like people with money do bad things. Like they must be doing bad things having that much money. And ugh, if they have that much money, they should do it for something good, right? And I had to realize, again, going back to the conversation earlier, like that was the way that my mind was coded when it came to money. That was in my mind. And for a long time, I was stuck. I was plateaued at a very safe, multiple six-figure dollar amount. I was just stuck there for a while because that was in my mind. That was in the back of my mind. So, you know, it's important to just ask, like, where are these stories coming from? Now, like, why do I think people with a lot of money are, are bad? Why are rich people bad? Like, what proof do I have that rich people are bad? Okay, we could probably name a handful of people that rich people are bad. But could we look at all of these people that are using air quotes rich, that are amazing humans, right? That are that are really, truly changing the world with it. You know, but at the end of the day, we also have to like stop looking at other people. Like, say somebody is does have a lot of money. Does it matter what kind of car they drive? Does it matter where they live? Like, it should be a point, you know, the way that I use money is I look at women who are way more successful than me. And I'm like, thanks for showing me what's possible in the world. Appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate that. And then I start to realize like, they're no different than me. Obviously we're different humans, but like, oh, they're not that much different. If you can do it, I can do it. All right, let's go buckle up. Let's go. And then I usually have a mentorship or join their program so I can learn from them. Right. So it's, it's just, we can't bring our outside factors when it comes to wealth and money into this industry, right? Because this industry, what we do, I mean, in, in network marketing is in this industry, it's network marketing, it's coaching, it's mentoring. It's, it's, it's this world of entrepreneurs. Yeah. We can't bring these outside beliefs about money that aren't real into this industry. Cause we're going to ruin the best thing that's available for us when it comes to changing this world. We're going to ruin the best industry. Right. And that's so true. We are going to ruin this industry, this like industry of gig workers, right? Like 1099 mm -hmm. people, people who run their own S corps and LLCs. Like there's a very, there's a magic here. And it's a, I, I think it's a, this universal wake up that's happening on our planet where people are like, Oh, I don't need to rely on someone else to make the money that I want to make and have the life I want to have. I can, I can create it for myself. And so many more people are becoming entrepreneurs like by the day, like we're seeing it happen by the day and I love it. And then they come into this industry and they, you know, they have these preconceived notions of like, oh, well, I don't need to be, you know, like, I'm not trying to be like a millionaire. I just like mm -hmm. need to make enough to, and I'm like, well, okay, but why are you even like, why is that the thought? Why is that the thought? Like the thought, like for me, it was that I oh, I have a voice that can truly serve and help people. Mm. And I need to use that as bigly as bigly. Okay, sure. That's my like word that. today. As big <laughs> and one. as abundantly as I possibly can. Yes. And yes. it's just so funny how we come in with these, these preconceived. No, I, I, start, I started listening to Grant Cardone a lot. I'm obsessed. Mm. I think 
like I did his mentorship because I heard him say one time, you know, he was talking about this very thing about how, you know, everyone thinks that billionaires and millionaires are horrible people and like nobody needs to be that rich and blah, blah, Mm. blah. And he was like, listen, I did what I needed to do to have the life I want to have. And through that, I've helped and employed thousands of people. And you're going to get like angry at me. You know, these people, these, he's like the people that the, that are ultra wealthy in that like top, top bracket. They're not thinking about how you feel about them making Mm -mm. money. They're Mm -mm. just making money. And they're, you know, when they get their tax bill at the end of the year, they're buying private planes instead, you know, and they're using the system that was created and they're using it to its best ability. So why are we going to sit here? Like, why am I going to sit here and spend time bitching about how they're doing something wrong when all that's showing me is that I could do that too. If I'm willing to like put the time in and put the work in and have the commitment to it, yes. I can do that too. 100%. Yeah. And with, with that, you know, with money comes and who, what people do with their money, that's up to them. 100%. Right. Like, again, this is like us as a society needing to like, just, just focus on ourselves. But like, you really look at what's possible. I mean, a woman making multiple six figures, a million dollars, two million, whatever it is, like I you can do so many more things with money. You know, money is the vehicle. Money can give you whatever you dream and whatever you desire. Mm -hmm. As long as you realize how worthy you are of it, it can give you anything that you dream, everything you can desire. Money can provide experiences that you've never been able to have before for yourself, for your kids, for your family, for whatever it is. Like money literally will change the entire bloodline of your family, like generations of of your family. And when you look at like what money can do, it's not the money, it's what can money do for you? Like- That's what we get to look at. And then also the other side of that is us, right? Number one is bringing in money. What does that even mean? When we make money, what does that mean? Like when you make money, when somebody does anything, what does that mean? Like for the other person who's giving the money, it's not like they're just getting a cute new sweater for, you know, the fall. It's literally their lives get to change a product that's going to change their Mm -hmm. lives, a coaching service that's going to change their life, mentorship, a program, a, 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 you know, whatever it is, it literally changes life. So it's like, there's this twofold thing happening is that the more money that we make, the more money that we make to do with whatever we do with, but then the more people's lives that we get to change. And that's why this industry is the most powerful industry. And I will stand by that. I've gotten a lot of slack from people saying like me saying that, I think it's the most powerful industry because we literally are changing the world. We are Agreed. changing people's world. And then we're becoming wealthy and changing the world right. as a result. Because if I've got all this money, whatever whatever it is, I can choose where I go. I can choose that instead of going to Costco, that I can go to the local grocery store and support the local family. Is it more? Yes, it's more. But I would much rather do that than, than follow up the chain of you see who Costco, if you follow up the chain, you follow up the wallets, you can see who owns Costco's. Right. I would much rather do that. Right. And I, we can, I mean, I know for myself, my, I've got a team of, there's four, um, four people on my team and three of the four are my family members and they are able to be at home with their family. They are yeah. able to not work in, you know, the medical industry that, that my mom used to work in. Like they are able to have a life of freedom. Like I get to set more and more people free with the money that comes into our world. Right. So it's about really healing that because we cannot bring that into this. No, we can't. And, and I feel like there's so many people that do and they just, it, it, like you said, it does, it, it's going to ruin our industry. It's going to ruin mm-hmm. every industry, but you know, yes. it's, you're not what I, what I, I hope if you're listening out there, what I hope that you're getting is like, you're not going to change how much money Jeff Bezos or Elon no. Musk make. 
You will never be able Mm -mm. to change that no matter how much you gripe about it, no matter how much you want your politicians. Cause like, by the way, they're doing their own things with money too, that you don't know about. Like everybody's doing what they're doing. So instead of being so focused outside the lane, right? Like focus on you. Like what do you want for you and your family? And yeah. how can you change that? Like, I, I can't agree with you more. The, the, the things I've been able to do, not just for me, but for my family, for people that I've hired, you know, to, to work with me, to help me build my brands, to help me build this podcast. I mean, I think about my producer, you know, he was starting out his business when a bunch of us came to him and now he has this huge energy, this huge agency attached to his podcasting network. And he's, He's now hiring out and it's like, it's this really beautiful ripple effect that sure, is money the most important thing in the world? Maybe not, but you can't do much without it. So, yeah, you know, it's right up there with oxygen. Yeah, it is. It a hundred percent is. And we all have dreams and desires that money, we need money to do. Totally. Like we all have that. And so it, and, and it could be something as simple as I don't want debt. I want no debt, no student loan debt. I mean, I know that was for me in the very beginning. I was like, I just, if I could just like banish all of my debt, that'd be amazing. I was in debt my entire life. The first thing I did. Yes. I was like, student loans be gone. Thank you for the great times that we had in college, but we are done with you now. Credit card payments. No, (laughs) just done, just done, just done, just done. You know, but then it became so much bigger than that. You know, I, I did from the very beginning. I said, I, I'm, I'm going to have a million dollar business. And, and from the very beginning, that was like a goal of mine. And as I was building that business, it was just like, there's, there's, there, there's such deeper meaning behind this money. Mm-hmm. And there's such deeper intentionality behind this money. And there's such deeper appreciation and gratitude and respect behind this money. And that really is our next level of wealth, right? Is like, can we actually find the depth of what money is and not just follow the surface level BS that we've been told from the time that we are two that money doesn't grow on trees? You know, Mm -hmm. like, can we, can we really truly be intentional as strong driven entrepreneurs? Can we be intentional with what money does and how money is and how we want it to be? And can we be intentional about bringing it into our lives more and more and more of it? Mm, I love the way that we're talking about how can you truly respect and honor Mm -hmm. that money? It's, you talk about it almost like it's a child and it's so, it, when you start to talk about financial wealth and generational wealth in that way, it's no longer this taboo, gross feeling. Like it's Mm. really about healing. I mean, hearing the way that you speak about money, I would think that money is your child. Like I would literally think that it's like your, your child (laughs) and and it's, it's comforting, you know? And I think it's just a really good reminder that we can, we can change the relationship that we have with wealth and, you know, get into the space of, of knowing that you're worthy of it and that you deserve Mm -hmm. it no matter Mm -hmm. who you are or where it started for you, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it does. I mean, because if you think about when money comes into our lives, you know, when you are responsible for making your own amount of money, whether, whatever it is, right. There's a human on the other side of that. Right. Like there's a human that comes into my world and decides that we're going to do six months of one-on-one mentorship together because they know what's possible and that they, they desire this relationship so much. And, and like how much gets to change in their lives because of this, like there's a human that decides to send the money. Mm. And if I can't respect and appreciate, if I can't have that intentionality with the money, then I can't have that with a human. Right. And I never started because I wanted to, you know, 
make millions and millions. I started because I wanted to help people. And then I realized, oh my God, unlike the education industry, I actually can help people and make a lot of money. Like this is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, we, we often forget that there's humans and I see it often. I see it with beautifully successful humans and like in women in this world is that they get, they get in their money. They're like, oh my God, money, 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 money. And unfortunately, they, because they're not aligned and grounded in those strong energies, they let money change them versus mm-hmm. letting it amplify them. Mm. And so it's like, we've got to be able to really, I mean, like truly respect the hell out of it because it is, it's money. Money can change your entire world if you choose for it to be. So we've got to have the energy behind that in order to really let it take on that role. What would you say to somebody, um, this is kind of the last big question I'll ask, and then I want you to tell everybody how they can work with you. What would you say to somebody, I'm, I, I'm thinking of a friend I have whose husband has been out of work mm. and she has so many talents and so many skills and is a beautiful yoga teacher. She is, she works in network marketing. She is just such a a talented human Mm. and she is constantly in lack, just Mm. don't have money. Husband still is out of a job. I don't know what to do. I need to go and get a job here to, to help pave the bill. Like what what would ed- the advice be for somebody in that situation? Because it's common right now, especially mm. coming out of a pandemic, you know, it's common that one person is out of work. And then it almost is like that, like tension is even more built up than it ever needed to be. It's mm, such a good question. You know, I definitely, I mean, and this is, this happens often, even in people in the coaching world and like whatever it is, it's like they get a dip using, you know, a dip in their income. Like, oh my gosh, like, well, how are we going to have this? You know, and it's, I always say, you know, and it depends on everyone's level of spirituality and some, whatever it is that we all believe in, you know, is up to, is up to us uniquely to ourselves. But I always look at what's your big, 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 big picture here. Like what's your big mission? What's your big vision? And what's your big why? You know, like the, what is your big mission, vision, and why? Why do you do what you do every single day? And this is like specifically if like for her, it would be like in yoga and in, you know, like in network marketing, like, like for that, like, why do you do what you do every single day? And then what's your big vision? Like, what's your big vision? What's your big mission on this planet? Like, how do you want to impact this planet? I really think that if our driver is attached to a, a, something that's so much beyond us, like for me, my driver is that I am here to change the, the entire, like the paradigm of the world, to shift the worldly dynamics and to change the paradigm for what it means to be a woman and heart led in this world. Because we historically have been told if you lead with your heart, you're not going to make a lot of money. Like I'm here to like shift the worldly dynamics that we can be wealthy, wealthy and change it all because we do what we love to do. Like that's why I'm here. That's what I do. So like if anything ever happened, that's my, that's, that's, that's my vision. That's where I go to every single time. And this is why I do everything that I do. I don't create monthly programs. I don't create mentorship or masterminds or whatever it is to hopefully have my highest month ever, or hopefully reach the next million faster than I reached the first million. I do it because of my big vision and my big why. Yeah. Now, yeah. are there, we're emotional humans, so are there going to be emotions that come in that are high and low and everyone, of course, but that doesn't affect that big goal that we have. And with that, it's like, we've got to let go of all of those old money stories that tell us that we got to work more. We got to push more. We got to do this. Like, oh my God, oh, we, we are like, we've got to let go of the, the mm-hmm. stress, that feeling that anxiety so that we really can focus on the big mission. Cause I don't think that we could ever not be wealthy if we're not operating in abundance, if we're not in alignment and if we're not attached to our big vision of why we're changing this planet. Yeah. There's people that are listening to this. I know that, you know, that you said you need 
this like you need your spouse you need to like a way of making money you need your support of your spouse and then your community mm-hmm. um there's people on here who definitely don't have the support of their spouse or their yeah. families mm-hmm. so what would you say to those people who feel like they can't do what they're doing because their family does not support them and mm. in a network marketing business my family my family won't buy from me my family my friends don't support my business you know we hear that a lot I mean, even in the coaching world, we hear that a lot. Don't you want to go get a real job? You know, for so sure. Yeah. What would you, your advice to be for somebody who doesn't have that? Cause you can't change mm-hmm. your family, you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. I would say first off, of course they can't like, they, they literally don't have the ability to support you. And this was a hard pill for me to swallow in the beginning. My husband did always support me. I will say that, but my family, no, they didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't. I actually didn't get the like, um, honey, I'm proud of you stamp of approval from my dad until August, like just a few months ago. And And how long have you been doing this? I started my first business in the like middle slash end of 2018. So I I quit my job. My husband quit his job. My husband works in the business as well. We do things together. We sold our house. We bought an RV. We traveled all over the RV for an entire year. And then we landed in Texas. I hired my mother. I hired my sister-in-law and then another teammate. And it wasn't until August that my dad was like, okay, I like, I'm proud of you. Three years. Like three years. And a lot of changes. It's not like I was just like doing a hush hush behind the scenes and he wasn't on Facebook or Instagram to see me. Like he's on all platforms and sees me. In the very beginning, you know, we had the most dear, amazing friends in Michigan and not one of them ever asked, ever cared because they just didn't know how to support me. I, I one, there was one day I just bust out crying. I was like bawling my eyes up. And my husband's like, what is, oh my gosh. It's like one of those like really ugly cries, you know, that you may don't want anyone to see with. And he's like, what is going on? And I'm like, it's so hard. Like people just don't understand. And they say things to me, like, it's just so hard. And he looked at me and it's like the best piece of advice. And I always quote him because it was not mine. And he said, Jen, they don't have the ability to even see your vision. They literally don't have the ability. They don't see what you see. They don't know what you know. So you have two options. You could try to bring them along and try to understand which is going to slow you down, or you could just keep doing it, keep mm. doing it, like keep charging forward. And one day, one day they'll see it and they'll be like, oh, this is what Jen's been doing the whole time. But are you going to wait until they get there? Yeah. And it was like the best advice that I ever received. And I, I did have my husband's support, you know, and, and I really honestly, in the beginning, it was more like a, I support you, honey. I don't really know what you do. I'm not really going to ask you, but I support you, honey. Right. Yeah. But from the beginning, it was just like, I knew like, if I want to be successful, I've got to leave myself. I've got to leave myself into mentorship. I've got to leave myself into communities. You know, I've got to find like soul sisters that actually understand what it is that I do instead of relying on my high school friends to think that they can understand what Jen's doing on the Instagram page. Right. You're like I had to lead myself and just trust that if they don't understand, they don't have the ability mm-hmm. to understand. And one day they will. And if they don't, they don't. Yeah. I mean, and that could even be people that like maybe supported you. And like, uh, there's people that, you know, have absolutely been huge supports of me in network marketing. Like, oh my gosh, go yeah. girl. Like you did it. You got to the top. Congratulations. Woo. And then I start talking about, yeah. And like, I love my business. I'm never going to leave my business. And there's other things I also want to do. Like I yeah. want to speak on giant stages, you know, of people. Like I have big dreams and I want to, there's, there's something bigger brewing. And then some of those people now can no longer see my vision. And so am I going to stop because if people don't see your vision? I think that that, that just is like a real sign that you're, 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 we are still searching outward mm-hmm. for things that can only be created internally. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Cause we can't like, and so what, what if they did support you? Would that really make it better? I think that often we look like, Oh, well, my, it's my husband doesn't support me. My wife doesn't support me. My, my, my mom does whatever it is. And it's like, would it really matter if they did? Right. And this is actually like one of the most common questions I ever get asked in like a mastermind or, or one-on-one mentorship. And I, I always bring my husband in. I'm like, answer this question, please. Because like, I, I can only look at it from my perspective, but I'm like, please support people in this because it's real. This happens all the time, but it's like, we have got to lead ourselves. We have yes. got to lead ourselves. If yes. we don't have the ability to lead ourselves, then we don't have the right to lead others. Right. Because I guarantee you those people that are like, oh, I can't do my business because my mom doesn't support my business. Okay. I'm going to bet that if your mom did support your business, you would mm-hmm. still be right where you're at. Mm-hmm. Because you haven't done the work internally to know that you can self-lead, that you can be, you can find everything you're searching for in yourself. So it's easier to just say, oh, externally, it's not happening. So that's why it's not, because that's easier than focusing inward, which ultimately is just going to always affect your ability to earn more, to be able to do more, to give more, to have more. You know, it's just, that's that, that's that healing. That's that, you know, relationship you have with yourself and the money that you're making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and that's like, you know, oftentimes you hear that and it's like, oh God, that's like a slap in the face. Right. But it's like, that is, that is empowerment. It's an empowering thing to be like, I could leave myself strong yeah. or I could just charge forward with this and not worry about what they say and know that they might, I was, I was at a place where I fully, I fully was at a place where I was like, I might never have the support of, of my dad. Love him to death. But we're so close. I might never have it. Am I going to let that stop me from my dreams? Right. Like, no, whose life am I living? Whose life am I living? Right. Yeah. Yeah. When I was leaving Seoul, there, there were people that were like, oh my gosh, without you, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to survive without you. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I would never want that. I would never want that because part of me acknowledging that I'd no longer had the energy that was needed to do that job to its fullest potential, yeah. like, or, you know, the belief in what I was doing anymore, I was no longer aligned with what I was doing. I also had to admit that that brand is going to continue to do better if the people that are not fully aligned leave. Yes, definitely. You know, so as humans, if we decide to self-lead, like, the minute I let go of the fact, because like my mom for a while didn't su- really support, like she didn't really get it kind of similar to your dad. Like not that they didn't support, yeah. it was just that they didn't get it and said, yeah. the we- said weird things. And I was like, mm, not sure that that was yeah, what I was yeah, looking yeah. for, but okay. <laughs> okay. But all right. Well, right, but like that- the minute you let that go and you, you disconnect from needing that, Yes. then you can actually grow, right? Like you've, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, I always say it's kind of like propagating your plant, right? Like if mm. you have this plant that like one stem is dying, chop mm-hmm. that stem off so that all these other leaves can get the love and the attention that they really deserve, yes. right? It's kind of the same thing. Like the minute you cut off that like need to be accepted externally. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. And then you really can grow. Because yeah. if, if how we do anything is how we do mostly everything. I mean, it's like one of the most common quotes in the self-development world, right? T. Harvecker nailed that. And it's so true. It's that if you're looking for that approval in someone that you love, you're also looking for the approval of how many likes you have on Instagram, how many DMs you've received, how many, you know, what, what level you're at. Like you're, you're looking at it. You're looking for that approval in other areas of your life as well. The dollar in your bank account, like you're checking 100%. your bank account daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. Mm-hmm. It is so true. It's like it's tell me, connected. tell me I'm worthy. 
Yeah. 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 Refreshing without actually doing the work. You know, that's a, that's a fun Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We've all, we've, we've been there. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is like, you know, those of you listening, like we can speak to this because we've been there yeah. and we've been there and noticed it. And then we let ourselves to overcome it. And now we get to be here, you know? So it's like, we often are, you know, the, the, the self-development world, which really is like entrepreneurship, just add money to it. It's really like we are constantly developing ourselves. Yeah. Like we can get in that process, that that thought process of like, Oh my God, again, like this is coming up and like get down on ourselves when we find these blocks or these things. It's like, that is power. Power. It's power to be like, wow. Oh gosh. I'm looking for my mom's approval. They gotta let this one go. Like this has got to go. Or like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to tell my spouse how happy I am about this money. And I want them to tell me I'm so proud of you. Oh, why can't I just be proud of myself? Like right. it's, it's power to find these things. Yeah, it, it really is. And the more that we, we really work toward that, I think that's where, you know, like you said, like this industry can really be something special because you're not in it for the approval of others. And as, as challenging as that is, and yes, like we've, like she said, we've both been through this as challenging as that is sometimes because so much of what we do is driven by how many clients we have, how many people Mm -hmm. we serve. But I always say numbers are not real, but people are. And so all those people that don't support you, there are many more that do, Mm -hmm. and they are waiting for you, you know, to come and like, change their life in some way, whether it be through money, whether it be through your services, whether it be through a product, like whatever it is, there are so many more people out there that are waiting. So why are we getting so hung up on what is, you know, what you said will slow us down? Because if all we do is focus externally on what's not working, that is slowing us down. Absolutely. Yeah. Because our energy is going there. Yeah. Like it's not working. It's not working. And all of that energy could be going somewhere else. Totally. Well, if I want to work with Mm. you, if I'm listening to this and I'm like, I got to work with the the Jen Kennedy, (laughs) you can find her on Instagram at the Jen Kennedy with two N's. Yep. That's where I'm at. Um, How else? What courses are you offering? What are you, how do people work with you? I offer courses. I mean, they're all the time. I've got new things happening in my world all the time. Um, I've got masterminds that go on, you know, throughout the year. I've got courses that happen throughout the year. Um, I typically always have a money program coming up. So right now I don't know when this will air, but we've got a money, money magnetism comes up in January, which is all about rewiring the way that our mind works with money. Then we've got energetics that's coming up in February, which is all about the energetics of you and of yourself, masculine, feminine, the power of utilizing energetics with sales is the power of energetics. Um, so those are kind of the ones that are coming up right away. We've got a mastermind that begins, uh, really in the next few weeks, I'm sure when this airs, it'll probably already be begun. Um, and then lots of ways to work one-on-one with me. I've got three different ways that people can work one-on-one. So there's, there's so many different things. There's something for everyone. And then just come to your Instagram to find you or do, should they go to a website? Yeah. Come to my Instagram. Yeah. Websites, you know, I'm not going to lie. I don't really love websites. The <laughs> Instagram is where I'm always at, you know, it's going to be the most accurate. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even go to websites anymore. I just go to people's like, I find myself, we just moved to Texas not too long ago. I'm finding myself doing that with like local businesses. I just go to their Instagram. Like I went, oh, perfect. Okay. Like just the way that they do it now. Yeah. Yeah, It's not on Yelp anymore. It's not, it's just go to their Instagram and see. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So so if you guys are wanting to work with her, go to our show notes. You'll see a link to her Instagram in there. You can go hang out with Jen on Instagram and work with her. Um, And also I will see you in Texas soon because we are actually building in um, outside of Austin right now. 
No way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Dripping Springs. So yes. Oh my gosh. We are in that's your part. We're about 25 minutes of Dripping Springs. Amazing. Yeah. We will be there probably August is when our house will be done. So we'll have to hang. Oh my gosh. Yes. You got to start saying y'all then. I, well, I've already, I'm already practicing. I say y'all, I wanted to stop saying you guys, like I've, that's like a tick that I've stopped saying. And so I've switched it to y'all, which is just going to get equally as obnoxious to everybody in my circle, but that's fine. (laughs) I love this. I love it. It's so good. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for like just everything you've shared today, your wisdom. I know so many people are, this is one of the most requested topics I've gotten. And so I know that it's going to be super, super received. And so thank you for joining us today. Oh my gosh. Thank you. And everyone, thank you so much for listening and being here. And you have a good day. You do. See what I mean? She just has this way of speaking about the respect that people should have for money and, you know, how we let it leave us and how it comes to us. And I mean, I said it in the episode that I used to have such a weird relationship with money and it prevented me from making it. And healing that relationship has really opened so many more doors for me. So I hope that you got something out of that episode. Thank you so much to Jen for giving us her, just her time and her wisdom. I highly suggest you go follow her at the Jen Kennedy, take her courses, work with her, do something to further your money mindset. Cause it's, I think it's, I think it's like what we talked about. It's just such a part that so many people miss and they, you know, they're in their hustle, they're in their grind, they have their business idea, they're building their business, but then they have this like unhealed trauma when it comes to money. And then eventually that comes back to bite people in the ass. So if you're looking to really heal that, go work with her, go talk to her, go follow her something. And as always, I'm just so grateful that you continue to tune into this podcast every week. If you want to hear more, tell me what you want to hear more of. If you want to hear a guest, if you are a guest that you think would be a great listen for the On The Daily family, go ahead and slide into my DMs. You can find me at Danielle underscore On The Daily. You can find the podcast at On The Daily Pod. I love a DM. I respond to every single one of them. I respond to every comment and come come hang out on the gram. Um, I'm also on TikTok now, which ugh, I don't know if I want to be on TikTok, but I am on TikTok. So you can find me at Danielle underscore On The Daily on TikTok. You can find me on YouTube. If you want to watch these episodes, um, I'm youtube.com slash Danielle McCleary. I'm pretty much everywhere at this point. So come and find us. And uh, we'll be back on Friday with another episode. I love y'all so much. Let's close out 2022 in a big way. See you soon.